You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, I mean, everybody has to be better. You know, we, everybody has to continue to, to improve and, and be better and you know, it's our job to try to find ways to win. You know, Derek's going to be missed, but I think everybody also understands that we're, we're going to continue to prepare and find out who we have available and have a game plan and, and, and go try to win. And you know, that, That's just what has to happen. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. Beck UL Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here with you on a Tuesday morning as we look ahead here to the futures market in the NFL. The voice there of Mike Vrabel, the head coach of the Tennessee Titans. He's got to look forward here. He's got to try to figure out what he's doing with his running back situation. Adrian Peterson now arriving to try to take some carries. Yeah, I don't know about that. But the Titans are going to miss Derrick Henry in a significant way. 937 yards rushing through Halloween, he is now out. He'll have surgery this week. So we're not going to see Derrick Henry likely for the rest of the regular season. I know there's a story yesterday that maybe it's an eight-week injury, maybe the playoffs. Let's just put it on hold. He's done for the regular season, which opens up the rushing leader market. Joe, I know you wanted to dive in that. I've got a name in the MVP mix. I think it's not being talked about enough. But, Joe, where did you want to go first here as we kind of look ahead to uh, some futures in the NFL? Yeah, let's uh, quickly mention Survivor uh, when discussing last night's final result the Giants were in the game until the very end they did have that opportunity I don't know that anybody really believed they were going to drive the field with Daniel Jones but uh, he took a couple of sacks and nothing was doing by the way it is so glorious when Peyton and Eli's football sensibilities are offended like they were all last night with, with bad quarterback play, which is why I want them to do Bears-Steelers. I get it. I would skip Bears-Steelers too. But on one side, you, you've got a head coach. I assume Matt Nagy's going to be back. He doesn't know what the hell's going on. And you got Justin Fields just, just trying to get by. He had a, a flash game last week. And then you got a washed Ben Roethlisberger. Like Eli remembers what that was like. And he's just, he's still out there. I wish we had it, but I get why the Mannings are taking, are taking the week off. So if the Giants would have won last night, they would have knocked out the second most popular team in every survivor pool that I saw. And number one, of course, the Bengals was the most popular. So when it was all said and done in the circus sports survivor pool, uh, this week knocked out 44%. 44%. Um, let's see. In my pool, it knocked out 45%. So that that's about normal, in the mid-40s. But had uh, had the Chiefs won, I mean, we're talking 70, 80% of pools. 80% percent. Wow. some. I know the circle was like 78%. Had, had the, had, not Chiefs won, but Chiefs lost that game. So that would have been amazing. But it's... Uh, 
It's been uh, the, the most blood that we've seen in any week by far so far in the NFL with nearly half of all pools uh, getting bounced. So the rest of the way is going to be fun. Now we're what, eight weeks in, right? Mm -hmm. That was week eight. Now we're eight weeks in people have used the really good teams. And, uh, and so we're, we're going to see what's going to happen now. Yeah. That, I mean, you, you called this, right? A bloodbath was coming. We, we knew it. There's been none of these big upsets and then boom, we get one on Sunday, nearly another one last night. Okay. So if uh, if you're listening to us last week, we talked about Derrick Henry and possibly break, breaking the rushing record. The only thing that stopped Derrick Henry is an injury. Well, it did. He's out, which opens up a market that really, truly was unbettable, right? Derrick Henry's so good and so far above every other running back that that if you're looking at to bet the rushing leader and you don't bet him, you're really just you know, you're, you're looking for a needle in a haystack. Like I took the flyer on Lamar Jackson in, in July because I was like, all right, if Henry gets hurt, maybe. So I still feel good about that. He's got a chance, but. Let's talk through this here. Right now on FanDuel, Nick Chubb plus 300. Jonathan Taylor plus 300. Ezekiel Elliott plus 300. Joe Mixon, he's plus 505 to 1. Then you get down to Damian Harris. Damian Harris 14 to 1. Daryl Henderson 22 to 1. Um, What are we thinking here in terms of the rushing leader? Because it's not going to be Derrick Henry this year. We're going to have a new rushing champion. Yeah, I'm skipping all those names at the top. You know me. I'm looking for some value now that – with this thing wide open, that's what you do. Maybe take a couple of shots on some players, 50 to 100 to 1 range. And they're not as many listed as I expected. Our, our, our guy, Lamar Jackson, he's down to 100 to 1. Uh, so I'm looking down at that range. All right. James Robinson is the first name that I find fairly appealing. I love that. Uh, he's 50 to 1. He has 482 yards and Taylor has 649 so james robinson uh could he get there the problem is jaguars are going to be trailing in a lot of games so game script would uh would mean that trevor lawrence should be passing uh late in those contests aaron jones wow that's uh he's not bad aaron jones at 50 to 1 eckler's dealing with the injury but he's bad he was fine this past week right uh, yes, he did play in that game, uh, and we'll okay. s- I'll see a status for this week. Oh man, here's one that I really like. Najee Harris is 100 to one. He's going to get the workload. The Steelers are playing well. Maybe they're better than we thought. And, and just the snap percentage—it's as high as any running back in the NFL week after week. There's the a only- short list of players that are out there for 80 plus percent of snaps. The only problem is he is. Only averaging what three point seven yards a carry. He needs to really start popping right. some big runs, right? He's, you're right. He's, sure. I, I think the first thing you look for here is volume, right? Who's getting the carries? Who's the workhorse? That's why Robinson makes a lot of sense. I like your thought on on um, on Najee Harris, but he's got to start breaking some runs. What about Dalvin Cook at fifty? Yeah, it's a good one. Though they he's averaging eighty nine yards per game. They have turned the offense over more towards Kirk Cousins, though. They, they're throwing the football more. They've opened it up three wide receivers instead of multiple tight ends and the fullback. So I'm not saying they phased him out, and he's still a great player, but that would be my worry there. Um, some, I, the James Of all the names you brought up so far, James Roberts is my favorite one. I will go back to Lamar Jackson, who sits now at 100-1 to 1 to do this. <laughs> Lamar Jackson is averaging 6.3 yards per carry when he does run. He has 76 attempts, okay? I think... His number, his yards this year, look a little light for a reason that we, we have to acknowledge right now. He had his buy already. 
Some of these guys have not had their bye, right? If you look at the rushing leaders right now. So right now, if we take Derrick Henry out of the mix, the rushing leaders are Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, um, who we missed time, Mixon, Zeke, Damian Harris, right? Lamar's 10. But Damian Harris has played an extra game. Mixon's played an extra game. Taylor's played an extra game. I mean, we're one Lamar Jackson big running day, and they, they could happen any point. From Lamar Jackson being with, within striking distance here at 100 to 1, we, I mean, this is the formula we talked about before the season, Joe. We said if Derrick Henry gets hurt and you can win the rushing title with like 14, 13, 1400 yards, he's, he's got a chance. I, if I didn't have it already, I'd put him in at 100 to 1. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I've got one that's not mentioned, that's not listed. Got? And the, the reason is, is because the... Um, He's far back, but the yards per game when he does play, it's way up there. Eli Mitchell. Mm. 86.6 a game. Uh, last week against the Bears, 137. Two weeks ago against Indy, a good defense, really good against the run, 107. Detroit, earlier this year, I forgot it is, week one, week two. I think that was week two, 102 yards. Mm-hmm. Is he going to be? Is he going to be their guy now? He's had uh, 18 carries each of the last two games. The only thing I worry about with Shanahan is once you think you have the guy, and then it goes away somehow, mm-hmm. right? So someone else takes it. If if we were just trying to predict this, odds aside, would Jonathan Taylor be the bet? Like, it's not a great. It's it's a it's a terrible number, yeah. right? Three to one, Aaron. It's not a good number. But if I had um, to say right now, who's going to lead the NFL rush yards? I would go with Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> Well, especially since we're probably putting Wentz in jail, we have to put. <laughs> he's gonna need to run the. He's gonna need to run the ball a lot more. Um, I would, I'd consider Zeke. The odds stink right now. I thought about Zeke but, too, but I can yeah. see, I can see in Dallas them being like, "Hey, there's an opportunity for our guy. We've got the strong offensive line. We're gonna be leading in a lot of games. Yeah. When we lean on him, our record." I mean, the way they look at it is, oh, when we when we give Zeke a lot of a lot of work, we win games. Well, you're winning games because you have to lead. That's why Zeke's right. getting a lot of work. But anyways, um, what about I, Alvin Kamara? Kamara. Well, they have no quarterback now. All right, so they they might have to change their offense a little bit. I just he, does so he gets so many of his the yards air. in the passing yeah. game, right? True. I mean, all-purpose yards. Yeah, I mean, he's he's that guy. Um, it's interesting. I do. I do like James. Of all the ones you threw out, Joe, James Robinson might be one I throw a flyer on. That that one, that one feels interesting. All right, let me. Um, do you have any more before I make my MVP case here? What about Damian Harris? Are the Patriots do like to run the ball. What are the odds in him? 
fourteen to one. Yeah, I'm only just I'm just gonna take some long shots and I'm gonna look at fifty or a hundred and just yeah. see if something happens there. See if my guy okay. stays healthy and they end up getting a lot of the work. Because I it's up for grabs. This thing's up for grabs, so why not take a shot at with the with the bigger number there? Last yeah, well, note on yeah, last note on Najee. Let's look at this schedule. Bears, they just got run over a little bit. Lions, yeah. Chargers one of the worst deep run defenses. Bengals, like Bengals kind of coming back down to earth, possibly. Okay, you got the Ravens, the Vikings, the Titans, and the Chiefs, who are terrible against the run. I okay, like that. Interesting schedule right there. All right, you might, the value might be there now and not three weeks from now for Joe. All right, let me make a, a quick MVP case. Matt, no, Not enough people are talking about Matthew Stafford. He's 8-1 to one right now to win the MVP. He's the last of the favorites, quote-unquote, right? It's, it's Allen, Brady, Prescott, Murray, Rodgers. Prescott's banged up. Murray's banged up. I mean, Josh Allen and Brady, I think they deserve to be at the top. But look at what Stafford is doing. They are the favorite right now on fans who have the best record in the NFL. They beat the Bucs head-to-head. He has thrown less interceptions head-to-head than Tom Brady. Better yards per attempt, better yards per completion, a better passer rating. I, I can make a real case right now. The most effective and efficient quarterback in the NFL this year is Matthew Stafford on a team that already beat Brady and might have the top record and top seed in the, in the NFC. And, and he's got that story behind him, right? You know, he escapes the football hell of Detroit, and he goes to Los Angeles with a real coach, and he puts up an MVP season. I, Matthew Stafford, among the among the guys that are favorites, I, I just feel like he's the one that's being talked about the least, and all he, all he does is put up numbers. There are no bad games. All that is fair. How is That's a really strong argument. How is Josh Allen 2-1? to one? He's not 2-1. to one. Are you kidding I know. me? Yeah, it's, it's I, I don't get it. I don't get it. We'll hit more of this coming back. Let's do some NBA. Brian Scalabrini, our Odyssey NBA insider, joins us on some early season trends. The Bulls win again last night in oh, yeah. Boston. We got a hit on that. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. It's Becky Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. <laughs> 